What's up, tea drinkers? Who's ready to spill? Welcome to The Tea with KG, hosted by your girl, Kaylee Grace. Here you'll find your weekly boost of real talk mixed with laughter, healing, and all of those vulnerable, messy moments in between. The Tea with KG is a safe space for you to show up exactly as you are. We are here to share real-life stories from around the globe and be a community of love, joy, and celebrating life. This is a real deal show, so there will be coarse language and sensitive topics discussed. The most beautiful stories oftentimes emerge from the darkest of places, and we're here to explore it all. There's room for everyone at this tea time, so grab your drink of choice, spark it up, or just relax and soak it up. Cheers, and let's spill. What's up, tea drinkers? We are back with another episode of the Tea with KG. I'm your host, Kaylee Grace. It is a little something special this time around. We've got our girl back in the house, Sex with Shauna. She's here. Y'all have been asking for her. She is back. I know I gave a little teaser on a July episode, but we're going to be talking about some booty, 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 rocking everywhere. It's anal August. You have all submitted amazing questions to Shauna. She has done the research. She's got lots of answers for us, and she's also been up to so much exciting stuff that she's going to fill us in on. I know we have been on this journey together, and so many amazing things are coming up for Shauna, and I just, I'm so proud of you. I have to say that, and I'm so excited for you because it's just so well-deserved. You work so hard, and you're so passionate about what you do, and you're such a light in this space. And you provide such safety and, oh God, I'm getting emotional right now. I just got goosebumps everywhere. (laughs) I know we're starting off with the emotions already. Here are the feels, but it's so true. And it truly fills me with joy when I see anybody going for it, but especially like a woman just going for it and you're just killing it. And it's just, like I said, so well-deserved. I keep getting goosebumps the whole time I'm talking. I'm like, yes, spirit, we know, confirmation, yes. So how about you fill all of us in on what you've been doing and I can't wait. And I know the listeners can't wait. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for that. I'm I'm so humbled just to have that beautiful entry. Uh, So wonderful. And I think what's exciting is you and I haven't even talked about all of the things. So I haven't even filled you in on everything. I know. I'm hearing it first too, everybody. So before we dig into that, I do want to caveat and just say, I know some people, some listeners may have heard anal and instantly had like a <laughs> body shut down and were like, no, this episode's not for me. I'm not interested. So if that's the case, if you've at least clicked on it after reading the title and you're still here at this point, I just invite you to sit as we go through the episode with any resistances that might be coming up for you um, and just notice them, explore them with curiosity. And we're going to talk about that throughout Um, And really, a lot of the tips that I'm going to offer today can be translated into so many aspects of trying something new in a sexual space. So as I always say, take what sits with well with you and leave the rest for somebody else, right? Absolutely. I got goosebumps again. And there's so much yes to that. That's like anything. Everything we talk about ever, if it's (laughs) like a hell no, you're going to know, leave it. It's for somebody. It might not be for you, but there might be a little nugget somewhere else along the road where you're like, ooh. Didn't know that. Love it. So I love that you brought that up. And if it's a hell no, I ask you, I invite you, encourage you to ask yourself why. 
Mm. So, and there is absolutely no pressure. There is no judgment here for me in any capacity. As you know, there never is. <laughs> no. um, but really just sit with yourself and ask these questions. Because I think in a lot of the work that I do, we do a lot of that uh, narrative therapy, looking at where these stories are coming from that tell us that it's okay to do certain things or not okay to do certain things or just keep us small in certain ways. And that doesn't even have to be sexually. That's just, you know, what are the stories that we tell ourselves that keep us going or hold us back? And yes, I'm sorry, but yes, yes, yes. I'm just like feeling everything you're saying so hard. And I know everyone who's listened to me and Shauna before, you know what I'm going to say, but like every single time we connect, it's always so synchronized and what we say and neither one of us even maybe know until we say it and you're like you did not just say that like I was literally just thinking that or I just said that and I really feel like everything Shauna's saying like I have either been speaking with with someone else just in regards to asking those questions like why and kind of like like she said sitting with it and I just think that's such a beautiful thing to do because so many of us can question I say norms and air quotes because I don't even like using that word, but y'all know what I'm trying to say with that. Like things you grew up hearing or like the narrative that's in your head, whatever the case may be, wherever that voice is coming from. And a lot of times it just becomes like such a well-trained neurological pathway. We don't even question it. And it's like, wait a minute, I love questioning things. I'm like, no, no, what's that? Let's dig into that more. And I feel like if you are listening to this, you are also on that wavelength because why not question things and dive in deeper and like, peel the layers back. We love to peel some layers back here. So yes. Well, and I think we talked about it on a past episode, but sometimes when something is outside of our comfort zone, and we'll talk about this at length through the the whole episode, but when things are outside of our comfort zone, our first initial reaction is fuck that. (laughs) Yes. Right. So, and this is for many, many reasons. And we can talk about some of that too, that this is one of those practices that is a fuck that for many, many people. Mm. So just sitting with that, listening to where those stories are and, and holding space for yourself to at least be curious, be yes. conversation. And at the end of the day, it is your body. You are there to choose what goes where and with who. Um, there is no pressure in any capacity, but it's always great just to approach things with a curious and open mind. Absolutely. And that just reminds me of like JVN, like their podcast, it's called Getting Curious. And I'm like, it's just such a perfect title for what they do. But also, I love it because I feel like that's what we do here too. We talk about so many different things and we are curious AF. And I feel like as human beings, we're curious. And I will take any and all feedback that you have if you make it all the way through or even part of the way through. Send me your messages and I'm happy to touch base as well. Absolutely. When we talk about all the fun things that are happening, I'm very glad, if you will, that you didn't introduce me through my company because one of the huge pieces of the growth that I've been experiencing, and this is where I was laughing so hard this uh, this morning, because obviously we're recording a few weeks before this will air, but I just saw your episode come out on just the power of shedding. Yes. Right? And shedding those identities, shedding those narratives, shedding those things that don't serve us anymore. And this isn't to say that that Lavender Lane has not served me because it has been so good to me. But for a long time, I have been sitting with this, I don't know, this niggle in my being saying that Lavender Lane just didn't feel 
like it'll it was in alignment anymore mm -hmm. I love my lavender I have lavender everywhere <laughs> yes um, <laughs> you grow your lavender like, I grow my own lavender <laughs> I do um but it's just the the name of the company wasn't feeling within my alignment anymore so mm -hmm. I, I've been thinking about, you know, what do I want to shift? Do I want to just operate through my name? Do I want a new company? What, how do I, how do I expand here? And I started to really think about where Lavender Lane grew from. Mm -hmm. And when I think back to at the beginning, when I was starting my practice, where I was coming from, and I have to say it was coming from a fear-based place. It was coming from a shame-based place mm -hmm. because I knew in my heart, my whole, my whole graduate studies have been focused on sex and sex therapy in addition to the stress and trauma and all of those other things. But yeah, sex therapy is where my heart has been at this entire time. Yes. So when I went about creating my company, the, those narratives started to come up that mm -hmm. said, you know, sex therapy isn't going to be lucrative. What are you, what's your family going to think? What's everyone going to think about that? Is it going to put you into such a niche market that you're not actually going to be able to survive or to build a company in that capacity? Yeah. So I, I hid behind that. I put the sex therapy in small little, you know, writing yes. a piece. And again, while, I mean, Lavender Lane has served me very well. I just, I haven't felt fully connected to it at least the, probably the past six months. And it kind of just sort of came about naturally, if you will, as I was thinking about how, what do I, what do I want to go by? What do I want to put out into this universe? Um, and, and I sat with it and I meditated with it. And I went back to, there's been a few reels and no one has actually commented on it, but I've caught myself every single time. And I like wary when I go to post it, but oftentimes I'll be like, here at Fraser Valley Sex Therapy, and I've always been, my social media has always been Fraser Valley Sex Therapist, mm -hmm. which has also created a bit of a misalignment for me because I loved having that avenue on my social yes. media. I'm easy to find. It shows that I'm going to talk about. So I, I really sat with it and I'm fully accepted. This is my coming out party, if you will, <laughs> putting it out into the world that we have now shifted our focus into Fraser Valley Sex Therapy. Um, I will still be working with anxiety and depression and stress and trauma and burnout and all of the beautiful things, but I really wanted my company to speak to those who are looking for sex therapy services because I'm recognizing that there's not a lot of us around, Yeah. right? And I want to make sure if I'm out here teaching about reducing shame, about releasing those narratives, I have to do the own work myself. Right? Preach it, sis. Preach it. I, I love you so much because you're like, I'm not just talking the talk. I am walking the walk. And I feel like in mm -hmm. healing, in life, in whatever, that is so key. Like we can, I'm so guilty of it. Like, you know, talk, talk, talk. But it's like, no, sweetie, now actions. Let's do the things. <laughs> Absolutely. And just reckon like my my sex therapy side of my business is thriving. And when I started, it really has only been well, it's been after Christmas this year that I really started amping up even my social media for a while. Mm -hmm. It's all very like holistic in nature. And I love the holistic piece and focusing on our sexuality means focusing on our whole body wellness. It means focusing on the yeah. mind, the body, on the spirit, on everything, because mm -hmm. it's all interconnected. So that is not going to change in any capacity, <laughs> just the name and website. Um, but I really wanted to make sure that when people are out there looking for services that align with what their needs are, that they're finding 
the right people. So yeah, my social media will stay the same. I'm still your Fraser Valley sex therapist here yeah. at Fraser Valley Sex Therapy. We're opening up for growth and expansion and alignment and calling in all of the things that I feel in my soul as I look at how my business is growing and evolving and changing over time. Mm -hmm. So that's been really fun for me. My website has switched from Lavender Lane Counseling over to FraserValleySexTherapy.com. Perfect. Okay, um, cool. Phone number's the same. Everything else is the same, but that's where you'll be able to find me. And I'm really hoping to be able to, I'm going to say this out loud as well, to hold myself yeah. accountable, to really start upping my content in terms of putting out more written work and more video content, all of the things. Can Just I, to- can I jump on that bandwagon with you? Cause same girl, like I also, and the worst thing is, is when, you know, like I know what I need to do. I'm like, okay, I need some more energy, more time. Of course I'm saying all the excuses, but let's be uh, accountability buddies there. There you go. Same. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I think we've talked about this in the past too, about how you know we are there to celebrate when our friends have baby showers when our friends have weddings or birthdays we are there to celebrate all of the things but what I love about the relationship you and I have is that we are there to celebrate all of the growth and all of the success and all of the things that within many especially and I'm going to be very broad sweeping and saying this but in many female relationships we still have this woman wound where we don't want to see growth in others because it's Mm. almost like a scarcity mindset that if other people are growing then there must not be growth for me so I just want to say I appreciate that so much about our yes that we can have those exciting moments and cheer each other on and just build build together that's it's a Fuck yeah, from me. Like, I feel like collaborating and watching my people win is like one of my favorite things because we're we're on the train together. Like, let's just go together. And it's like, we can complement each other in so many beautiful ways. And like, even if people are doing something similar, you're still unique in your journey. And I feel like it's exactly what you said. A lot of that, it, it can be scarcity sometimes with people with their own wounding, it can be jealousy, it can be this it can be whatever. And it's like, let us all win. How about we all just go together? Because no matter what, even if you're both doing the same type of thing, or maybe you're not whatever, it doesn't matter. There's so many avenues you can look at this with your journey is still unique. Like, it's still yours. Like, I just think more people in general, and especially like we said, broadly speaking, women, we need to just remember that because it's not like, you're going to get left behind or there's not an opportunity for you and trust the timing of your life. And I feel like I've been trying to tell myself that a lot too lately. It's well, one, you've got to like do the things. You can't just sit there and magically wait for it to happen. But Lord, though, we try, (laughs) right? I'm like miracles, magic, let's go. Like, and I, I've, I've witnessed miracles and magic, but you know, you still have to do the things, but I feel like even though while in it, sometimes it's confusing and you're not sure and you're like, you know, imposter syndrome, whatever the case may be. I feel like that's part of it. Like even in myself right now, I feel like I've done a lot of releasing lately and like shedding things. And it's so weird every time it happens because you're maybe not expecting it. And then you're like, why am I feeling all these things? And then you're like, oh, we're going through some shadow work right now. Okay. <laughs> but right. it's beautiful. You're because in the you trenches. Well, exactly right. And it always comes back and I'm always not saying surprised, but I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to deal with this now. Okay. (laughs) But it's a good thing. So I know I went on a tangent there, but 
hell yeah to everything you're saying. And I think what happens is when we start to show up in our true alignment, when we start, start to show up, you know, within our purpose and really living and breathing the passion that we have for something, everything starts to fall into place, which is where so many of these other pieces have come in since I've really made that commitment to myself. And my husband and I have been having business meeting after business meeting after business meeting, talking about how we're going to expand and grow and, and shift the, the outlook on things. And since I really owned in on that Fraser Valley sex therapy piece, even without putting it out to anyone, nobody knows that that's happening. All of the good started to come with it. Oh, yes. I'm so excited and proud of you. And what I friggin' love is you let it marinate. You took your time. You didn't just immediately, you let yourself feel those fears. You let yourself go through, like we just said, go through that shadow work, whatever the case may be. And you naturally got to this place. And I, I can feel it. It's just the most magical feeling when you just let things do that, what they got to do and don't rush it, you know, divine timing, right? It's always divine timing. But I just love when I hear those stories because it's just like, yes, it always works out. It might be weird. There might be complications. It might be like, you know, there might be things come up. That's normal. That's like the universe. Like, how bad do you want it? Like, come on, keep going. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think uh, one of the elders that I work with, she is just amazing and wonderful and beautiful in so many ways. But she always says nothing happens in creator's world by mistake. And I'm such a believer of that because as yes. I fall into my alignment, People, I, I, I'm calling in the people that I need to call in, right? I've done a lot of shedding in terms of relationships around, yeah. right? A lot of friendships, a lot of pieces that have been very heavy on my heart. And I've had to take a lot of time to grieve that uh, mm -hmm. and continue to grieve that. But in that moment um, or since that time, I've been calling in such powerful relationships as well. So building this, um, the sex positive space, the sex positive community has been huge for me. Back in February, I guess we've talked many, 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 many times about how thankful I am to have become connected with the women over at intimatewellbeing.com. I was literally picturing them in my head and it I, this word kept popping up you're you're building your fempire empire <laughs> I love that oh I, like, I have God. to say it right I was like it's a yes. empire taking that love it so yes, much girl it's yours oh so good and it's true right and I look at I mean all the great work that they're doing over there in terms of busting down the stigma and shame associated with talking about sex, especially again, for vulva owners. Right. Yes. So, and they, I also love their aesthetic. I know I'm a, I'm such an aesthetic girl, but like, it makes me happy looking at their page. I'm like, Ooh, that may, it just, I don't know. I know that's such a minimalized thing, but it makes me feel good. And I feel like for the space they're creating, it just goes hand in hand. It's beautiful. Absolutely. So working with them, um, I have another business meeting coming up this week with them, just looking at how we're going to continue and grow our collaborations. But as some of you may have seen over the past few weeks, I had a really great opportunity to connect with them again in person down at the uh, sexual health networking event at UBC a couple weeks ago and we got a chance to just connect and collaborate and laugh and be silly and play and do all of the fun things so keep an eye on social media content because we've got lots more coming out there but through that we've developed this partnership and 
I, I had been brought on within the community to offer some workshops some seminars um, from that, uh, which will have already occurred by the time this is aired, but I've been asked to come to Kelowna at the end of the month, the end of July, to do a live event, my first big live in-person event at Empire Crepes. Woo! I wanted to scream, but I was like, do not deafen the listeners. <laughs> That's so exciting. Yeah, we're going to be talking all about, you know, a saucy, sexy summer night, ways that you can incorporate play into date night, and just for some date night with yourself as well. So that'll be really yeah. fun. Uh, and then they've actually asked me, I've got my own page on their website where I give off all my favorites. I'm going to be popping some tips and tricks and advice on their website as well as yes. resident sexpert there. I was literally, why are we so connected? I'm like, that's our sexpert. Right? <laughs> yeah. And then they have asked me to come on and start reviewing their products for them. So I'm able to offer- Hell yeah. Real world reviews, y'all know my reviews, you know I'm not backing anything that is not a hell yes. And gush also- factor, baby. <laughs> uh, that gush factor is so important, right? And also recognizing that just because it works for my body does not mean it will work for everybody, mm -hmm. right? But I do want to put it out there because toys are expensive. Mm -hmm. and there It's is an investment. So, they are an investment. And there are so many to choose from that- you don't know what you don't know. How do you, yeah. when you're looking at this, you know, whether it's a large wall at a retail store or it's a website, sometimes like it's so hard to narrow down and choose. Oh yeah. And it's like overwhelm, like me, oh, overwhelm and me. It's like, ah, like it's like your brain goes in a million directions. You're like, well, which one, what do I choose? And then if you're like me, it's like, which one's cute and pretty. There we go. <laughs> and I'll tell you, my experience has been, and I've, I've been very, vocal with sharing this there's one brand that some people really really enjoy I will point out though that often the people that really 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 enjoy it are getting a model from a few years ago they're not getting the recent one that has significantly less power I would say oh but okay I'm just <laughs> you're speaking of toys and I have to bring up the reel you just posted about your son <laughs> all I could think of of course do you know what I'm gonna say it's a neck massager, ma'am. No, it's a vibrator. Yeah. So for those who haven't gotten a chance to see it or forgot about it, my kiddo approached me last night, just asking for some help with some sore muscles. And when I asked what he needed help with, he actually asked if he could use my wand toy as a neck massager. Did he call it a the massage gun? A massage gun. Yeah. So. I laughed so hard. Bless Did you tell him what it was? Was it an educational moment or? <laughs> to some degree, I was a little caught off in the moment because prior to that, we had just had a conversation on what the O-nut is. And for those who are listening, we're going to talk about the O-nut here in a little bit. But I'm like, oh my goodness, this is a hefty night full of sex ed and I could probably use a glass of wine before we dig into this any deeper. It's been a long day and oh boy. Bring on the wine. <laughs> so yeah, that's really exciting. We're going to have tons of great reviews coming up. We have some more collaborations in the works that I can't talk about just yet because we're still finalizing some details there. Um, She's making us wait. She's building up the uh, the temptation and all the Edging excitement. A little bit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, lots of good things coming and lots. <laughs> Couldn't even catch that one that time. I know. What's wrong with us? We always, we're like ahead of it. <laughs> 
we've become desensitized to the yeah. sex puns at this point. We've had too many episodes together. Right. So yeah, lots of good things are coming. Um, and honestly, I'm so excited to be networking within this community, connecting to other individuals that are offering different types of retreats and wellness spaces, whether it's virtual stuff, whether it's live stuff, getting to connect with others in conferences. Like it's just been such an exciting collective moment for me. Um, I can feel it. And you know, what's so beautiful and gorgeous about this. It's like the thing I know we kind of touched on it, but like not the thing that you were afraid of, but the thing in in the beginning with lavender where you held back a bit, but you knew like the whole time you knew you're like, this is my calling. This is where I need to be. And then when you release it all, you dive in. And like you said, it just, it's, it's a flowing baby. I love it. And also in releasing, I noticed because originally there was like sometimes just clients that, that everything was good. We meshed well, but I just didn't feel as amped up during those sessions. Right. Mm -hmm. And things, things were great. Things were moving, but I just felt like there was something more that I could be offering. And as soon as I started to mentally make the shift, because again, none of this was on paper, none of this had been talked about, but when I started to mentally make that shift and commit into the type of work that I wanted to be doing, when I put it out to the universe and said, show me what my path is, help me live up to that path. That's my client load just totally shifted on its own and just started, you know, the, the types of uh, requests that were coming in really became aligned and we're just having so much fun. Yes. When you said, help me live up to that path, I had to write that down. I really love that because I often too will have thoughts. I'll speak it out and I'm like, make it obvious. Like, don't let me miss it. Cause I will, I have like. Don't be oblivious, but I like that better. Help me live up to that path. I love that. Help me show up, right? Give Mm. me this work through me. Let me attune to that wisdom so that I can show up as I'm meant to do. Because it's not my path. Like my path has been chosen for me by people, ancestors long before me, right? So knowing that, oh, that gives me goosebumps. I same. The whole time you're talking, I'm like, whoa. (laughs) Just being guided in that way. Oh, there goes my crow. <laughs> Crows Stop. are my symbol um, just for spirit and ancestors that are, yes. that are close by. So, And girl, the butterflies I've been seeing lately, it's wild. I have to, sorry, I have to, I'm like, you talk about your, your spirit animal side. It, and she's been like making it up, like dancing in front of my face. Like she's like, you're not missing me. And sometimes I'll have my head looking at the ground and I see her shadow and I look up and there she is. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, okay, I love you. I see you. But it's so friggin' beautiful. Those confirmations. Hell yeah. And they're there. We just have to watch for them. We just have Absolutely. to be open to them and ask for them, right? Yes. We just have to, to really show that we're able to receive. Yes. And- And I love too, like with you having even the thoughts, it's like you're raising your frequency already to meet that path. And I feel like that's so important. And sometimes we forget or you get stressed and other thoughts will cloud over and it's like, no, take a breath, put out what you want and then do your co-creation for sure. And I'm trying to, I mean, going back to the concept of shedding, that has been really big on my mind is if I'm not feeling aligned, regardless of like, there's been a couple of fuck around Fridays that I just haven't shown up for a couple of just a tip Tuesdays that maybe I haven't gotten content out for, but recognizing where I'm at and where I want to be expending my energy and listening to that. And when I do that, the creativity flows so much more easily. Yes. Okay. I just feel like I needed to hear all these things today. Thank you, universe. And thank you, my girl, Shauna. 
Absolutely. So lastly, your girl just applied to do her PhD and sexology. So looking at all of the ways that we can look at sex and sex therapy and sexual health and really be bringing it back into clinical practice. So fingers crossed. I am really looking forward to that experience and Mm -hmm. putting the good vibes out there. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, that is a whole lot of updates, a whole lot of excitement. I want all of our beautiful listeners and viewers to be shedding your beautiful energy and light over to Shauna with all the endeavors coming her way. Let's keep those good vibes flowing and let's support, 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 because that's what's up. A conversation I had had with the ladies at Intimate Wellbeing was sex really, we need to start talking about it to our friends the way we would talk about getting a great massage. Right. We need to talk about it like we would what you had for dinner last night. And I think what I really aim for through my content, through my sessions is I want, you know, working through these conversations that are really difficult conversations to be almost as though you're sitting here with Kaylee and I, right, that you're sitting with a friend, they're comfortable, they're easy, they're flowing, and that you're just getting good quality information in the process. Mm, absolutely fuck the shame affect the stigma we're just here to get some factual information out there and as we say pretty much every episode with shauna like let's break the barriers and like release the shame because we ain't got no time for that (laughs) so we are going to dive right in y'all love the q a format so we're gonna stick to that and we're gonna get into some juicy details here so question number one is how can i convince my partner to try anal sex so I get asked this question quite frequently, and the answer was actually incredibly simple. You fucking don't. <laughs> there is no convincing anyone to do anything that is coercion, and that is not consent, and consent is sexy. Consent is what we want to be talking about. Yes. You don't push your partner to do something that they're not ready for. However, when I say that... I think it is possible without pushing to have conversations again from that place of curiosity to understand where the holdups are. Yeah. Kind of like what you said earlier, like even in ourselves, sometimes we're like pump the brakes, but then it's like, wait, why? Yeah. So having those conversations without judgment, without pressure and just saying, hey, this is something that I'm really interested in trying. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, curious. Like, can I ask where that thought comes from? Where did this stem from? Have you had an experience that was really unpleasant? Have you heard horror stories from your girlfriends when you're sitting around drinking about, you know, the dick that pulled out and then jammed (laughs) in really quickly accidentally? And I'm using accidentally in quotations because I'm certain almost everyone has had that experience where there was some type of forced anal sex in that Mm. capacity. One thing, and I actually, I had another sex therapist reach out to me and to offer this question. And when I said, I was like, you know, we talk a lot uh, in our house about there's a rule that one partner is not allowed to really push for the other partner to do something that they're not willing to do themselves. Mm. So yes, I remember you mentioning that on another episode we did. And I was like, that's amazing. And that is like purely out of my husband's mouth. That is his process. And to him, that is an act of respect, Mm. right? So if there is something, and there might be something that he really has no interest in trying, or I really have no interest in trying, but the other might. And and Mm. you make sessions, you meet in the middle in that capacity. But if I'm, there's no pressure 
right? There's no pressure on any one of us to do something that the other person isn't into or that I wouldn't be willing to do myself. That's right. Anal sex is, it's this act of trust. So it's this ultimate surrender and act of vulnerability, especially for the receiver. Yes. We talked about that earlier, listeners. Vulnerable, vulnerable, vulnerable. And like, if you are the receiver and you are allowing that vulnerability and it's been, you know, a consensual act, everything like that, own it and use that as a time to bond and really, because like, if that ain't trust and respect, I don't know what is. So I feel like that's important to note because sometimes when we're talking about sex, we may not think of it like in that emotional, not that it's not emotional, but you know what I mean? Sometimes it may not come to your head right away. Absolutely. That willingness to hold space. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure when we're talking about anal sex that we're not gendering that, that act, right? No. We're not just talking about men penetrating women or men penetrating men. There are many women who either penetrate women or penetrate men or people who don't classify as any of those genders that are engaging in these experiences too. So again, opening up, everyone's got a booty. So (laughs) all inclusive practice that we want to explore without judgment as well. So the key to this, the key to owning in on that vulnerability, owning in on the trust is really communication. So again, learning why they're resistant and then working to find a compromise. And if a compromise is possible, and I, I, you know, note this in capital letters, scream it from the rooftop. <laughs> if your partner is willing to negotiate, uh, especially if this is something that they were not a total body hell yes in, right? But they're willing to try, which is fantastic that they're they're willing to meet you in the middle. Don't fuck that up. <laughs> Don't take that as your permission to push the boundary further than you've agreed upon prior to the experience. Consent, consent, consent. So know what is off limits, know what is good to go and have ways that you can communicate that you've talked about prior to the session happening so that you know when to stop and honor your partner to the 10th degree in those moments. There is no like Mm -hmm. just one second more. I'm so close. No, no final sentence, period, done. Yeah. Uh, Listen. And that is what builds those, that trust, right? Yes. To be trusted, prove that you're trustworthy. Preach it. Yes. All righty. Question number two. How can my partner and I prepare for anal? In brackets, this is our first time. Oh, okay. Love this when couples are coming to me together to ask for information and to really talk about being prepared. Because mm-hmm. I don't know about anyone else, but if you have gone into a situation kind of willy nilly and just like, Oh yeah, let's try this in the moment without doing much thought or planning or communicating. Again, going back to that importance of communication, it can get a little bit fumbly. And when you don't know your boundaries, when they haven't been outlined, there is so much greater chance for harm to be done, either physically, emotionally, you name it. Yeah. Or to just not love it, to be like, Ooh, yeah, that wasn't what I thought it was. Yeah. Being prepared, especially for something like this. Hell yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. So much like when we're trying anything new sexually, we want to look at this from a holistic framework. You know, I love mind, body, 
connection, medicine. Yes, ma'am. We love it. Body wellness. Mm-hmm. So I want you to think of like emotionally, where are you at? So again, going back to the vulnerability, going back to the connection that it takes to engage in a practice like this, emotionally take an inventory of where you're at. Choose to partake in the practice when you're feeling well, you're feeling aroused. Are you grounded? right? Is your partner grounded? If not, is there a way maybe you can do a grounding practice together just to get centered and relaxed, release any tension you might be carrying? Yes. Again, I say, especially with this, but it's true. Tension is not your friend. (laughs) No, not at all. And we'll talk about that too. But then constantly checking in, right? Mm. So maybe people are excited and like at the beginning, they're like, okay, yeah, let's do this. There can be a whole range of emotions when we're engaged in a sexual experience. We know that sometimes sex in general can bring out all of these emotions. So mm-hmm. being able to consciously just check in with your partner through watching their body language, watching their face, checking on their breathing, right? And then use your fucking words. Ask your partner, mm-hmm. how are you doing? Are there ways, again, those cues, those those safe words, if you will, um, that are predetermined outside of the experience that you can that you can get just to know where your partner's at. Absolutely. Then, I mean, we look at relational as well. So communicate, communicate, communicate. You're going to hear me talk that the entire (laughs) episode. So settle in. But before you ever get even close to the anus, you should be having these conversations. And I say conversations with an S because sometimes you have these conversations multiple times before you're both comfortable enough to engage in the experience. Mm Mm-hmm know the boundaries of what's off limits. What do you need to get to a state of arousal where this is actually considered enjoyable? Nobody wants to go straight to the booty hole. (laughs) Please let there be foreplay. Let there be some arousal (laughs) happening. All I can hear, like, you know, like, let there be light. Let there be foreplay. Let there be foreplay. As one slow tear comes down my cheek, like for the love of everything, let there be foreplay. Ask your partner what concerns that they might have. How can you manage them? If new concerns come up in the moment, sometimes we don't know what's going to trigger us. Yeah, very true. Right. So recognize what is our game plan to get into this and out of this in a safe way. uh, Should that be needed? And then how will you know to stop? How will you know? that enough is enough without somebody like freaking out before they're a 10 out of 10, this needs to stop immediately. How to engage that. So one practice that you can have uh, is kind of the traffic light, right? Doing check-ins. Where are you at? Oh, I'm a green. Green is good to go. Where are you at? I'm a yellow, meaning, mm, you know, I'm okay right now, but we need to kind of tread lightly. We need to go with some caution, Mm. right? Don't go any harder. Let's, let's do a check-in. And then red means dead. Red means get the fuck out. We're done. We done. Yeah. No more. Before it gets to the red. We don't want to get to the red because red stores those negative sexual experiences within our bodies. And when Mm. we've talked a lot about pleasure pathways throughout all the episodes that we've done. Yeah. So what happens when we're having negative sexual experiences, when they're not pleasurable, our mind stores that for the next time. Right. And our mind's like, oh no, what if this hurts? Like it did the last time. Yeah. And sometimes it feels like negative experiences stick a little harder sometimes. And we have our brain has what's called the negativity bias. And that has been a survival mechanism that has been put in play from the very beginning because you had to be able to predict when harm was survival. Yeah. You had to know if there was maybe a tiger behind that tree, 
don't go close to the tree. You had to, yeah. you had to think ahead. Right. And our, we're so used to collecting information rapidly, like thousands of bits of information every single day that our brain wants to be able to store it into little file folders. So it's easy to discern. Yeah. But when we have a negative experience, our brain is like, fuck all the, <laughs> that's not going to help us right now. What yeah. if this is scary? What if this is trauma? What if this is stress? What if this right? is life or death? Because our yeah. brains read things that way, right? That's so, right. Those negative experiences, we want to be so cautious. We want to try to offset them with more positive experiences because the negative ones do stick a little bit tight. Mm. Remember, and like if you can like do the prep work and communicate, like Shauna has been saying, to avoid that. Hell yeah, we want to avoid that. <laughs> Absolutely. So then we look at the physical aspect of preparing, and this can look so different. It comes in so many forms when we look at the physical space, but I want to, this is something I get asked a lot about, um, prior to anal sex is like douching. Do I need to like, to douche the area? Do I need to take an enema? Should I be taking yeah. like, uh, what do they call that? Like X lax? Or... Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, are we cleaning out the shop is what people right. are asking. Like, yeah. Oh, I need to, you know, have a three day routine to prep myself to have anal sex on Saturday. Like and the answer is no, that can actually cause more harm than good, Interesting. which is absolutely right. So you might want to make sure that you've had a bowel movement recently, right? Mm -hmm. What can happen is when we eat our food, our food goes into our, our body, we process it, and then the waste gets held in the rectum. And then that's when we start to feel like we have to poo. So, and we'll talk about this a little bit more, but once we poo, it comes through the anus and then it's gone. So mm -hmm. you just don't want to have a buildup, right? Don't have anal sex. Maybe when you're constipated, it's not going to be very comfortable. Same mm. as if you're really gassy, right? Don't eat a lot of carnivorous vegetables before, uh, before <laughs> because it's just not going to feel comfortable. And you want to make sure that that whole region is, is feeling rested and well and not tight and uncomfortable. Yeah. Especially like with this question, if you are, if, if you've never tried this, like it's already possibly, I don't want to say it's uncomfortable no matter what, cause that's not true for everybody, but maybe it is. If you're not sure if you're learning it, you're like, it's your first time trying it. So of course you want to, you know, make sure you're comfortable and your body feels right. And I think too, even just for other types of sex acts, same thing. You want to feel, you want to feel flat. <laughs> Absolutely. And I mean, there's that, that concept of you are what you eat, right? If you're mm -hmm. eating nothing but shitty foods and greasy junk food all the time, then your body that your body's going to recognize that. And you're not going to feel optimal. You're not going to feel like moving around. You're not going to like orgasms, not going to feel quite so good, right? Yeah. The energy's not flowing. Absolutely. So you just want to make sure you're feeling well. Hygiene can also be a big concern for people and hygiene in this capacity looks so different for everyone as well. Some people are big on, you know, trimming and grooming the area. That's not necessary. If it's something that you want to do, then that's fantastic. It's not something that's necessary to do. You know, we need to start normalizing hair in places as well because for a reason. But you do want to think about maybe like showering together, making sure you're clean, right? Unless again, that's something that you're into, then no judgment there. But if, if the hygiene is a concern for you or your partner, then it just making sure you're freshened up. And maybe that means foreplay starts in the shower. Maybe you shower yeah. together, washing each other up. You know, then that you're clean, that your partner's clean. And that can start to quiet those narratives that might be coming up 
saying, no, you shouldn't do this. Yeah. And we were talking about that on, I'm trying to think which episode we have so many different series now, but we talked about showering being a form of foreplay, but also like cleansing your spirit and just feeling like we all feel better when we take a nice shower. You just feel cleansed and awesome. So I love that. Yeah. And just making that part of the ritual, right? Yeah, Making the ritual. That was it. Yeah. yeah present, I think it was in our sacred sexuality. Yes. Uh, they say the word ritual that kind of comes to mind, but yes. uh, making a part of that piece that you're, you're preparing yourself as, you know, uh, in preparation for just being together, right? Yeah. So finding ways to have that cleanliness and maybe it, that also just looks like having baby wipes close by, right. Yeah. And give yourself a, a little wipe to go before you go. Mm-hmm. Um, don't go straight for penetration. So we're still, there's so many physical aspects, so I'll try and keep it short, but don't go straight for uh, penetration. There are so many ways to incorporate butt stuff without going straight to insertion. Uh, and I actually recommend this, right? So start by just applying light touch to the external area. You can also apply vibration to the external area. There's so many great nerve endings there that even external play feels fantastic. Um, you can work up to inserting a finger or a small dilator if that's something that feels good. There's also some really great like smaller butt plugs and then you can expand to whatever feels good for you. I'll give some kind of butt plug 101 here in a little bit, but we're so connected because I was like, I actually, because I know we've talked about butt plugs a little bit before, but I was like thinking in my head, I'm like, is the purpose of it just to, I don't want to say loosen the area. That's not the right terminology, but is that the purpose to just prep you or like so but blood can be used for a lot of different reasons part of that and then there's many different kinds that you can find as well some okay. of them are fluid, so they'll actually put a little bit more pressure uh they have different shapes so they just provide different stimulation as they're coming in and out they can gotcha. be a fantastic training tool to help your muscles relax and get used to the feeling of something in there so i know you're saying um not to loosen it up yeah to relax it right prepare to yeah prepare it So a lot of people will actually insert a butt plug um, prior to anal sex just to kind of almost like butt training, (laughs) if you will, (laughs) right? To be able to just loosen it up and get it ready for what's to come. Okay, cool. Good to know. Mm -hmm. You can also try rimming or like licking eating out the anus, which again, just offers all kinds of different stimulation. Again, something that you want to, you know, make sure that you're clean for, because regardless of how clean you are, there will still be bacteria. It's still your butt feces Mm -hmm. does still come through there. So you want to make sure that you're clean in that capacity because you don't want that in your mouth. But no, just as a, a side note, major key to remember here, even with something as small as a finger, even just the tip of your finger, it is so important to remember that your anus does not self-lubricate. So there is no lubrication at all. It is not going to get a little wetter, no matter how hard you try. And spit is not lubrication. No. Closer to the screen when I tell you that. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It's just still so evident. Spit is not lubrication. You want something that is going to be really, really nice and slick that will make the gliding easier. No matter what you're sticking in there, just use the damn lube 
right? Mm-hmm. You've got to be using it. Lots of it. Start loans. And which loans. is our favorite loop, Shauna? Tell us. Oh, you know, <laughs> Okanagan Joy, again, over at intimatewellbeing.com. And I know Kaylee will be awesome at putting my discount code down below, but I'll mm-hmm. plug it here as well. And all of the toys that I'm going to talk to you about today as well can be found over there. They're fantastic. And bring in all my favorites just so I can share them with you. Um, but code Fraser Valley Sex Therapist all one word will get you 20% off your orders over $69 over there. Love it. Love it. Okanagan Joy, really great. It's water-based. It's all natural. It's food safe. So it's good for your booty. It's good for your coochie. It's good for your mouth. You can use it anywhere, sensitive skin. And because it's water-based, you can use it on silicone toys. So I know, I think I've made this claim every single episode that we've done. But protective factor, don't use silicone lube on silicone toys because it can break down uh, the integrity of the toy. And like we said, it's an investment. And if you're spending good money on your toys, you do not want to be ruining your toys. Take good care of your stuff. So (laughs) absolutely. And like that lube, I, I feel literally every episode we talk about it. So go get you some people. And it lasts. Like we have talked about, I mean, I think I bought my first bottle in February and I'm still using the same bottle. Yeah. So like it lasts really good. You get what you pay for. It's a bit more expensive than what you're going to pay for at, you know, Walmart, but it is good quality. It's not going to throw off your pH. It's not going to harm you in any capacity. And it's Canadian made. So we want to be supporting those local companies. Yes. So yeah, start low and slow with pressure with anything that you're putting in there and reapply lube, not just one time, but add more throughout the process as you need it. You're probably going to use a bit more than you think is necessary, um, I almost recommend using a bit more than you think is necessary. Yeah. Because unlike, especially if you're having sex with a vulva, sometimes the vulva will be responsive and will self-lubricate in response to the stimulation. Your anus is not going to do that. And it's a mucous membrane, so it will absorb lubrication a little bit faster too. So you're going to want to reapply your vulva. Your vagina is so sensitive that if you, you never want to go from back to front. So the same way as vulva owners, if you have a bowel movement, you don't want to wipe from back to front. It's because you don't want to be moving that bacteria into the vulva, into the vagina, right? right? So that can cause a lot of like infections. It can bring yeast, bacteria, just throwing off the pH, all kinds of things that you don't want to be dealing with. So never go from, you know, anus into the vagina. If you're going to do that, right, there's no, there's no harm in having both involved in the sexual act, but you're going to want to uh, pull out and make sure you're doing a really good thorough clean in between. Mm, yeah. Little shower in between. <laughs> little shower in between. Again, sometimes that pack of baby wipes comes in a lot handier. Yes. Uh, just to be able to really make sure it's clean to move forward. If you're wearing a condom, pull the condom off, pop a new condom on, really easy way to transition to. The other thing that I want to highlight in terms of uh, using lube is that we don't want to use numbing lube as appealing as that might sound to be like, oh, I just don't want to deal with, you know, the feeling of it. I'll just numb it out and then I won't feel it and it'll be fine. That can actually cause so much damage because the last thing you want your your anus is because it's such sensitive tissue it can get little tears little fissures right so if you numb that out then you don't know if pain is happening and if you keep having sex during that time then you don't know until much later that damage has been done Mm. so again go back to a good quality lube but not a numbing lube 
Again, we talked about this a little bit earlier, just making sure you're fully aroused before going straight into penetration. For vulva owners especially, it can be helpful to actually have an orgasm prior to going to anal. So pull out your favorite clit toy or internal toy, or, you know, again, go to that foreplay, the oral sex, whatever it is that helps you to get aroused, helps to get the blood to come out into your genitals, because that will one help with pain and any pain that will come up. Um, And it will also just make sure the blood is flowing to make it easier. Right. Mm, And we love a good orgasm. So the more, Mm -hmm. the merrier. (laughs) Absolutely. Not time to get stingy with a foreplay. (laughs) Right. Like that's, not not the day for a quickie. No. <laughs> I, I do like to recommend just sitting uh, and starting with some mindfulness prior to engaging in anal play. So maybe that looks like breathing exercises to, you know, help you really come into the moment and get relaxed. Um, lay down a towel if you're worried about mess. Uh, and we'll talk about that a little bit later too. Uh, finding a comfortable position is key. So when it comes to, I mean, sex of any kind, you want to make sure that your body is comfortable. But when it comes to anal sex, you really want to make sure that your body isn't tense or relaxed. You want the muscles to be as loose as possible. Uh, I also like to have just different like pillows or props close by that you can adjust your body as needed so that it is a comfortable position for you. Um, There's different positions you can try for this. One that I hear a lot about is having the receiver actually be on top of the the giver, the inserter, if you will, uh, kind of squatting over the penis or insertable so that the receiver is in full control of the depth and the pace and everything like that. Um, and, and that seems to be kind of the general consensus. However, because you guys know that I'm not going to recommend something that I don't get behind, no pun in, well, maybe pun in, <laughs> I personally find that that's not comfortable for me. So for me, the easiest way to really allow my body to relax is to kind of lay on my stomach. And um, sometimes depending on, you know, how my back is or just how, you know, bodies are are working that day, sometimes a pillow just underneath the pelvis to, to bring your bum up a little bit. And then that can allow your body to get more relaxed until you get going. And then you can shift into other positions as well. It's all about finding what works for you. So if something's not working, don't write off the entire practice. Sometimes you just have to make adjustments to see what works for you. Absolutely. Uh, And it's like anything. Sometimes, like you said, it could be the day. It could be your mood. It could be anything, your body itself. Like maybe something that worked the other day. It's like, nope, not today. Absolutely. It's those pleasure pathways, which is why it's so important to have diversity in the ways that we find pleasure. Because sometimes, I mean, even like oral sex or even vulvar sex doesn't feel great. However, maybe anal sex would feel better that day, right? So it's just getting to know what feels good in your body and having, again, those conversations, that communication ahead of time so that it's never an attack on your partner. No, this doesn't feel good today. It's, hey, how do we guarantee that both of us are having the most pleasure possible in this experience? Hell yeah. (laughs) And then in terms of actually beginning the insertion. So as you're getting ready for it, I invite you to push out almost as if you're like having a poo, right? You're not going to like bear down as if you're having a poo. But if you can kind of focus, like you can say, we talk about doing Kegels. And I think we actually, we maybe talked about this at one point too, but about what it feels like to actually uh, flex and release your anus as well. As you're pushing out, have the penis or the insertable actually kind of gently push against the anus. 
And then as you release on an exhale, so this is again, where the mindfulness, the being present. Yes, bring in the yoga breath. Let's go. (laughs) So you're going to inhale and push out and then exhale. As you exhale and release, oftentimes your anus will kind of work with the penis, that little bit of pressure to kind of absorb the penis or the insertable, whatever it is that's going in there. Because even if you're stretching your body, like so many people don't connect breath to well anything but if you can connect your breath to your stretching I am guaranteeing you you will be able to stretch further you'll be able to deepen that because I've done it so many times and I love it and I say this to my partner I'm like I'm like breathe like don't hold your breath you're so tense sometimes when you're stretched like if you're not as mobile I'm like take a nice deep inhale and when you exhale your body's going to just float more into it. It may not be a huge difference, but you will find a difference. Well, and that exhale, when we exhale, especially when we do an intentional deep exhale, right? We're telling our body, we're telling our nervous system that we're safe. Yes. I live for those breaths. Oh my gosh. Yes. Right. If you're feeling anxious and you're like, oh fuck, when's it going to, is it coming now? Like, is it coming now? (laughs) Brace yourself. It's coming now. Right. Your, Your brain is like, oh my God, we're on high alert stop, pump the brakes. You are going to seize up like a brick wall and you are not going to want to take that in, right? So being able to relax, being able to remind yourself you're safe, orient to the space, orient to your partner, right? Connect to your partner. Um, Sometimes another thing that can be really great is just having like a nice little butt massage, um, some like just some sensual oils or something really nice just to allow, again, the muscles in that area to relax and for you to get used to just sensation around the area before you bring in penetration. So you want your booty at ease before you invite anyone. (laughs) I love that. You want your booty at ease. Question number three. I've always heard that anal is painful, so I don't even want to try. Is this true? Are there ways I can make it more enjoyable? So I think this has been probably the most common narrative, the most common reason why a lot of people don't want to try anal is because they've heard that it's so painful. So once again, you want to go low, you want to go slow. That is the key to all of this. Communicate, go low, go slow. Start with really gentle pressure and build yourself up. That's the same with even girth, right? We, we talked about the training of just starting small and just working up bigger over time, right? Maybe your first time doing anal play doesn't include a penis or a large insertable at all. Maybe it does just start with a like a pinky finger or something small and then you work yourself up. So it's common to feel discomfort, especially initially in the first few times that you're doing it in the first few moments that you're doing it. But pain is not normal. Pain actually indicates that there's something wrong with the process. So again, being in tune with your body to recognize when you start to notice sensation, don't just clam up and be like, no, this isn't good. Sit with it and just say like, is this discomfort or is it pain? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're noticing that there's pain, it's a pretty good chance you're not using enough lube lube is going to be, again, a key issue, or that you're using too much pressure. The reason for the slowness, again, is that it it is such a delicate area. You don't want to create those little tears by going too rough or just not having enough lube in there to glide nicely. Uh, Friction burn doesn't feel nice on the chub rub. It doesn't feel nice on the back of your heels when you're breaking and choose. And it for fucking sure doesn't feel great on your asshole that you're going to have to sit on for the next, you know, week as you're working and wondering why you're in pain. So yeah. And also when you're having bowel movements and things like that. Oh yeah. Right. 
We use our bum for a lot more than we realize and having a painful one makes it very uncomfortable. So take some time, slow down, breathe through it again being mindful of your breath as you're going. Uh, for the giver, make sure that you're penetrating if or whatever you're using to penetrate, go slower than you think. Um, like this is a mindfulness practice. Slow it down until you get the okay from your partner that a little bit harder, a little bit rougher, a little bit more forceful is okay. But they are in the driver's seat in this moment. Whether you are on top of them or they're on top of you, they are in control. They are the dom in the situation. So mm -hmm. you are taking their lead. Make sure you're not tensing. Another great tip that you can do here is to bring in vibration. So we talk about vibration, drawing blood to the area. So, you know, add a vibrator to the anus either before or even um, kind of to that taint area as you're going, depending on the vibrator, because that can just really help to get the juices flowing as well. I did talk about this toy in a previous episode, and this is the one I was just saying about the other thing that I had to explain to my <laughs> Is uh, this the one? Did a physiotherapist create yeah, this? So this yes. A physiotherapist um, is who recommended it to me, actually. I can't remember. I think the person who designed it was someone who dealt with pelvic floor pain. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, a vulva owner dealt with pelvic floor pain. Um, but this can be used whether you're a vulva owner, a penis owner, anything. So it's a series of these little rings are kind of like jelly rings. And they're Super cute. Yeah, they are cute. Uh, and the cool thing about them, I really wish I could have got Sue Johansson's. Uh, oh my gosh. Play. Also, can we pay a little homage yeah. to our girl sex with Sue? She passed. I'll let Shauna, I know you shared it. I was driving. It was the last day of school, the end of June, driving off to a field trip. And my phone started just buzzing like crazy. And I'm like, what's going on? So I finally get parked and my phone was just full of messages talking about how, you know, this trailblazer in sex history here in Canada. Icon. She's an icon. Absolutely. She's an icon. She, uh, Dr. Sue Johansson, she was from back in Ontario. She passed away at 93. I'm sure living her best life. I was going to say she was living. And she really, I mean, she set the tone. I can remember being a kid. That's where I got my sex ed from. Yes. Uh, and when she turned to the you're listening, we, <laughs> Dorian, we would sneak out in the middle, like late at night. She would be on late night, Sunday night TV, and we would turn the volume down so quiet and we were like cuddled up against the tv listening just like soaking in the information that she was giving because it was so revolutionary i mean for her time but even for our time right she oh, was yeah. normalizing sexuality she was normalizing yeah. pleasure. she was breaking down those barriers and the All way she talked about it was humorous i was like get it girl like like she would come to universities too and do like yeah. live sessions and I just, I can still hear her voice and like the way she would talk about things. She had so much like sass and I was like, I live for good sass. I'm like, yes, honey, let me have it. I think also normalizing the embarrassing aspects of sex, which is something yes. that I'm so excited to just be calling more of in as well, because it's just, we don't talk about it. Right. And I think she did such a great job adding, like you said, that humor, that sass um, and that factual information. Like she had a public health, that was her background. So she was going into schools doing sex ed and just she should have did our sex ed. I feel like I would have learned know. so much more. <laughs> Setting up birth control clinics for young girls as well. Like just 
amazing for her time. So I, I really do. I put a call out to the other sex therapists in the field at the time, but just to say like, let us live up to that potential. She let us walk that path with pride, with joy, and to just hold grace for all the work that she's done. Yes. We'll keep the torch going, Sue. We're paying homage to you. Yes. I I often think of that, especially when I show these toys. I'm like, I need to get some. She had such great. uh, The props. Like she had props too. She would put things on. Yes. You just gave me like a flashback right now. (laughs) I know. She was awesome. So yeah, these, they come in a pack of four. So you can use as many or as few as you like. And they act as like a little bumper. So you stack them on top. They do have a vibrating option as well, which is just another ring with a little vibrator on it. But what I love about these for anal sex is this way it allows you to just the tip, if you will, or to really control how much depth you are willing to, to have, right? Yeah. So again, um, if you're going to use these, you want to lubricate. If you're putting them on a penis, you want to make sure the penis is well lubricated inside. Then they just slip on. They're really comfortable. Um, and then they're just going to act as kind of like a shock absorber, mm. uh, when you're going into the anus, they can be used on toys as well. If you're, um, playing with toys and just wanting to make sure that it doesn't go too far, really, really great tip in terms of, yeah, just making it a little bit easier. Right. Yeah. Slow. And, and just making, uh, making your initial, times trying anal sex comfortable Mm -hmm. and it's nice to like control it's a it's a word that can be used different ways but at least with something like that you do feel a little bit more in control perhaps as the receiver like if you are a little bit nervous and things like that you're like okay I know it's gonna go this far like it's a nice little gauge it's like it's like me as I age with like if I drink alcohol I'm like okay if I have a white claw I know I've had two I know how much alcohol that is do not give me the bottle of vodka because I don't know where to stop with that and then it's just not good (laughs) I am not 20 year old Kaylee anymore Absolutely. And again, it just, I mean, penises come in all shapes and sizes and there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. But sometimes that can be an intimidating factor as well, right? If Mm -hmm. if you're looking at this giant cock coming at you, (laughs) you're going to be a whole lot more likely to tense up and freak out. And it's going to require more of that pre-work to kind of stretch and ease up in order to take that comfortably. So just... Mm -hmm. As, as a, an aside, really great option. The ladies over at intimatewellbeing.com, they do have the own out there as well. And I, I think I actually have it listed on my, my page on their website too. So yeah, mm-hmm. you can find it there if you're interested. Cool. Okay. Next question is my partner really wants to try anal. And while I'm not totally against it, I just don't think I'm ready yet. Are there other things we can try first to help us ease into the practice? We kind of just talked about that, but I'm sure you have more. (laughs) Absolutely. So yeah, we've definitely, I mean, the external clay, rimming, uh, oral sex on the anus, all are great as well. But there are some wonderful toys that can be really helpful in terms of just amping it up, changing it up, or easing into it as well. So I know that many people also like to uh, insert a toy, like I said, leading up to penetration, just because it can help to stretch it out and prepare the body for what's to come. So these are a couple of my favorite items. (laughs) Might as well start with that one. (laughs) It's a massage gun. Um, This is, by the time this airs, yeah. So you'll have already been able to see content on my social media. Um, I talked to you about the magic wand before, before we've kind of joked about it being like your grandma's yes. vibrator. 
I like and the color when I met of up yours with the- too. It's nice. Like it's a really cool color. Yeah, it's a really nice, like a deep blue. It also comes in a funky, like orange color Ooh. as well. It's kind of fun to expand the colors of sex toys that you have. So especially when you're in the moment, you can be like, grab the blue one. Yes, the get so, the rainbow. <laughs> and just, they feel fun. So when we were down there, the ladies at intimatewellbeing.com were like, okay, seriously, we need to ask, like, give us the details. We're dying to know in person. What is it about the wand that <laughs> actually, like, I, we don't get it. It's, it's not pretty. It just looks bulky. It's like big, bulky. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? So anyway, I gave them homework. Summer was done. Their seminars were wrapped up. And I'm like, uh-uh. Such hard homework you give, Shauna. It's the worst yeah. homework, right? I know. It's <laughs> terrible. So I invited them to actually give it a try. I said, you know, don't knock it till you try it. Give it a shot. Let me know what you think. So for their homework to me, they're like, okay, we'll give it a try, but we want you to try ours as well. So this one is by Fun Factory. They're like, just give us a comparison. Um, so you'll actually be able to see on video we did, we're, we've done a cross comparison between all of us. We're going to share our homework findings. So go either check out my social media or over at intimatewellbeing.com. You'll be able to find kind of the cross comparison between all of them. I love that. Okay. So this one's a different one than the OG. Okay. So this one is put out by Fun Factory. It's called the Fun Factory Vim. And it is like a fucking chainsaw. Like it rumbles up full. <laughs> so, and I, I love my magic wand. It is wonderful. This knocks it out of the water. And I was so excited about it. So I'm really excited for them to now try this one as well. Now that I've got them at least on the wand train. Yes. But what I love about this, so there's several different options. I think there's Benson maybe- is excited too. He's like, Hey, <laughs> and so like, comes, <laughs> It's got like five speeds. It's got three different patterns. What I love about this is the head is really movable. So it's super flexible. Does the other one do that? No. Oh, so, so the original, the head doesn't move, right? No, it's much more rigid. This one is like super flexible, super, super flexible. And it's got a really nice handle. Like, I don't know if you can see that. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's also got a weighted head. So as you're playing with it, it's gravity is instantly going to like pull it down. So it fires up like a crazy thing. Really great, really powerful, lots of great modes to work through. And what I love about it, especially for anal or anything really, is it's got such a broad head that it covers a lot of surface area. So you're going to hit all of those nerve endings in a lot of different ways. It's also really great on the taint to be able to push in um, to kind of target some of that prostate play as well and use it on your clit, use it on your armpits, wherever feels good that you want some vibration. Really nice. 10 out of 10 recommend. Is it a uh, rechargeable or batteries or? Yeah. So rechargeable comes with a nice little charger. So yeah, that one's really great. I've only charged it once and it continues to go. So, and actually it came with some charge right out of the box, which was nice. really nice. A lot of toys don't. Side note from that piece, any toy you get, you should wash it ahead of time, but you want to make sure, especially with your anal toys that you are washing before use and you're washing after use. Don't let these toys urinate, please. Um, Lots of bacteria. You just want to make sure they're really nice and clean. Mm -hmm. Your body Uh, is your temple. 
Absolutely. So I, I brought this one onto your show before. Yes. Uh, Helix Sin V, which is now available on intimatewellbeing.com as well. There are a few different options. I like to recommend the Sin V because it does have vibration. So what this is, this is a penis owning toy. So it goes into the anus, vibrates really well. It allows prostate stimulation and will actually allow you to have multiple orgasm time and time and time again. Oh, wait, is this yeah. the one where the person had like a hundred, I always remember, was it like a yeah, hundred orgasms? Yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, really, really cool toy and really great. I, I recommend it to all of my penis owning clients, all of my penis owning friends. Because I think it's so important that we start destigmatizing anal sex for penis owners. Everybody has an anus. So opening that pleasure up to everybody without this perceived negative connotation as if it's a bad right. thing anyway. So let's, yeah, let's like walk that shame right out of here. Preach, preach. Like it's so, is archaic the right word? What means Absolutely. like old AF? Like, like, let's just fuck that shit. Like <laughs> pleasure is pleasure, baby. <laughs> Absolutely. And of everyone that I have convinced to try it, I've yet to get any disappointment, like any negative feedback. So, and it doesn't look scary. It's not intimidating. It's, it's not that that big, right? I know. Yeah. And again, this goes back to that piece of if you're pushing in heteronormative relationships, if you're going to be pushing your vulva owning counterpart to stick something inside them. This is a really great way to ease into that yourself. We did talk about butt plugs. And like I said, there are so many different kinds of butt plugs out there. You can get, you know, metal, you can get silicone, all different kinds of like looks and shapes and all of the things. Um, I have the Levi Ditto to show you. I'm really That's a cute name, Ditto. <laughs> so love this. It is app control so you can actually even if you're just using it for solo play you can pop it in you can play with it with your app you can use it from a distance with your partner's phone um sync it up to some music like all of the fun things so regardless of what butt plug you use you want to make sure that there is a nice wide base because more often than not what happens with toys that don't have a wide base is in the process of them going in the anus can actually like fully engulf them oh my god no <laughs> no so there are horror stories from the er i may or may not have some horror stories from wine fueled nights uh, <laughs> how awkward it can be when those things happen always go for a nice wide base so you'll notice that the toy really like tapers down for anyone who can't see it because you're listening it, it has a bit of a bulb that would kind of slide in but it's not significant mm -mm. Uh, kind of tapered at the bottom so you can kind of put it in different directions based on where you want the um the vibration to really be sensing but then it, it really tailors down at the neck which is going to make your anus actually close around it. So then it's going to hit the base of it and it's not going to go any further. Yes. So, oh yeah. And like, it's like Shauna said, it, if there's something to take away from this conversation, <laughs> wide base. Research and development, my friends, go for the <laughs> wide base. Yes. <laughs> um, there's also, I mean, TikTok is 
hilarious for many, many reasons, but it's people have been on social media and on the news for decades. If you have friends that work in the ER, uh, if you've got friends that are doctors, I'm sure they can tell you about all kinds of different pervertibles, different insertables that they have pulled out of people's anuses. Just be smart with what you're sticking up there. I don't care if it's a butt plug or a toy or a non-sexual item of any kind. Make sure that one, it's nice and smooth. You can get really great uh, anal toys like beads or even different like butt plugs or um, dildos that are ridged, like ribbed, I guess is a better word, the little nodules on them. And that's fine. But you want to make sure whatever the material is that you're using is nice and smooth, that there's nothing that's going to catch or tear or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Or get sure, stuck. <laughs> or get stuck. Make sure it's removable. Have a wide base. <laughs> yes. uh, another cool thing, there are some butt plugs. And I don't have one here with me. Um, but some of them have just, they're, they're non-vibrating. But they have like a weighted technology. So they'll actually, as you walk, they kind of will move a little bit on their own too. Oh. So what that'll do is it's incorporating that sensation. It's drawing your awareness to the area. It's getting blood flow going. It's can be very, very pleasurable. And as we're talking about anal sex, and that's something that I haven't talked a lot about up until this point is how pleasurable it actually can be once you get into the vibe. Uh, and I always find it, maybe this is my own personal experience, um, but I do find that the first little bit until you get your breathing in check and you get into your rhythm, it can feel a little bit just again, uncomfortable, right? You can have a bit of discomfort. Again, pain should not be there. But once you get into your vibe, it can be such a pleasurable experience if you're communicating and working with your partner and really allowing yourself to be open to the pleasure. Yes, I think that's so, it's great for you to note that too, because like, of course, we're going to talk about all the aspects of this, but at the end of the day, there's a reason people love it and there's a reason people want to do it. So remember, if like, the the pleasure is there and it can be magical and amazing, but you might just have to find your way to it because it is different. It's not the same as maybe what you've tried before. So yeah, pleasure, baby. Different sensations. And I think, again, just going into using that mindset, no matter what you're trying with sex is just chasing pleasure. It doesn't matter about the orgasm. It doesn't matter about the angle. It doesn't matter if somebody's sticking something in your ear, if it feels good, (laughs) Doctors are going to say, don't stick anything smaller than your elbow in your ear. Uh, <laughs> caveat that. Don't go to <laughs> anyone who told you to stick things in your ear. Yeah. Uh, but, but no matter where you're accessing pleasure, release the shame, release the, the shoulds. Sex should look like this. Sex should feel good. Yeah. Right? It doesn't matter the method that you're taking. It doesn't matter what, you know, what form sexuality looks like to you it doesn't even have to include penetration as long as you are experiencing pleasure your partner's experiencing pleasure everything you're doing is consensual then go for it i love it all righty we've got our final question here i feel like this is the question on everybody's mind what are the the other question that comes up as often as the pain one yeah yes what are the chances i'm like drum roll please that that this is going to end in poop (laughs) okay so i will be absolutely 100 percent honest with you because that is what i do sometimes shit happens literally shit happens. literally 
Sometimes shit happens. And we need to, again, start normalizing the fact that sometimes seemingly embarrassing things can happen during sex. Mm -hmm. So if you're not able to handle a little bit of poo at the end of your dick, then maybe you're not in a place where you're ready to take on anal sex. Exactly. Uh, That said, there are so many ways to minimize that happening. You know, hope for the best, plan for the worst. Yes. um, There are ways to minimize the chances that that'll happen. So Again, when you eat, as I said in the beginning, your food is processed and then it kind of sits in the rectum until you're able to have that bowel movement and it passes through the anus. So there may be a chance that there's a bit of like residual stuff kind of sitting in that space, but it's unlikely that you're actually going to have a large amount in that area. So it's always good practice, like I said, to have regular bowel movements anyway, because it's just good for your health. Mm -hmm. Um, But especially if you're having, you know, anal sex, it's good to just have a normal poo and not a forced poo. You don't need to take laxative. You don't need to do any of that. Um, But just make sure you're having just your, your normal bowel movements, because if you haven't had a poop recently, then there is a bigger chance that you might have some that makes an appearance, right? If it's been mm. hanging out in there and you've been holding on to it and packing it around, we've been talking about shedding stuff, shed the shit too. Yep. No reason to be carrying that around with you. And also uh, too, didn't you say that stuff links to your Kegels as well? Like if you hold your pee, for instance, it can affect it. I mean, maybe in the yeah. other way, maybe. <laughs> It'll be able to impact your pelvic floor too, right? Um, and also for vulva owners, if you're storing your poo and you're not actually releasing that on a regular basis, it can then be pushing against the inside of your vaginal wall, making vaginal sex um, a lot more uncomfortable too. So it's just, Mm -hmm. it's not good for our health, right? It's toxic. That's why we're releasing it to begin with. So Mm -hmm. we don't want to be holding on to it any longer. Yeah. And it's like energetically you're releasing shit from your body, like, like emotional stuff, trauma stuff. Like I don't know if anyone, I'm sure these listeners, somebody here has had like, let's say energy work done, like Reiki. I can remember when I went for my level one, she said, don't be surprised if you're using the bathroom a lot or anything like that. Like it's just your body's like cleansing out that all the toxins, whatever. Same if you do, like I had a a guest on, she does Cambo medicine, which is like frog medicine. And Mm. you can purge, like you throw up and like things like that as your body's like releasing it. So all in all, point of the story, don't hold your poop (laughs) or your pee. (laughs) Or your pee, yeah. Make sure you're eliminating what needs to be eliminated. Yeah, You don't need to be carrying that around. Mm -mm. Don't let that shit weigh you down. Absolutely. So when you're finishing up having either anal sex or using a toy for penetration, whatever that looks like, you want to also just make sure that you remove it fairly slowly, right? Don't just go like ripping it on out of there. You want to pull out slowly. The sensation can be a little bit strange to get used to, especially if this is your first time doing anal sex. So allow yourself to just kind of breathe through that. It may feel as though you're you're having a poo at that time because <laughs> it's the same sensation of something, you know, coming out, coming of, out it. of it. Yeah. So just, again, be mindful of that. That's normal. That's totally okay. Some other practices that might just be really helpful if these are concerns that that you're having, if that's what's holding you back is, you know, maybe dimming the lights. 
so that it's something that you're not, you know, looking for or, or watching to see. Uh, laying down a towel, like I said, freshening up before and after, keeping a cloth close by or those baby wipes again, just for easy cleanup afterwards. Because the other thing is you will still have residual lube likely around that area too, right? So you want to yeah. just make sure that's all cleaned up because that, that lube can also hold any bacteria that's been pulled out of there too. Something to mention here, and it's something I really want to emphasize is the importance of safe sex. So you can still contract STIs during anal sex. It may be even more so because the area is so delicate and the chance of having little, little tears is more present. If there's an STI present, it can get in there and be absorbed, right? Your anus is still a mucous membrane. It can still absorb. Condoms are recommended if that's a concern. We want to be practicing safe sex anyway. I had, what are the name of those condoms? One condoms. So they're super fun. They have like these cool little designs. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So like a neat option to try or just making sure that you're using good condoms in general. Um, condoms that fit properly so that they're on properly. Play around if you've never put a condom on before. Know what you're doing ahead of time so you don't snap it or get a hole in it or anything like that. And then make sure that you're using good lube with the condoms too. So again, going for that water-based lubricant that isn't going to snap the condoms because the last thing you want is like an oil-based lubricant or even some silicone-based lubricants that can impact the integrity of the condom itself. Mm -hmm. um, same with like, I mean, people, I've heard people use like coconut oil or something too, that can actually break down the condoms and cause them to snap. So wow. you want to make sure that you're using good quality lubricant lubricated condoms are not lubricant enough. I like, please, just, I'm like coming closer with friends. <laughs> please just make sure that you're having that good lubricant on hand. You want your partner to be comfortable. Absolutely. Be mindful of the need to reapply, mm -hmm. right? And reapplying is totally fine. That's for anal sex. That is for vaginal sex. That is for any sex, solo sex, partner sex, all of the sex. There's no shame in reapplying, right? Uh -huh. Why would you uh, why would you suffer through not using good quality lubricant if it's going to make things feel so much better? Uh, and then, yeah, again, we talked about this in the beginning, but if you are a vulva owner, making sure that you're not going from anus to the vagina because of the bacteria, we don't want the unpleasant traits, right? Mm -mm. Uh, clean up before going one to the other, switch out condoms if that's what you're doing. So I, we've talked a lot about communication, uh, collaboration with your partners throughout the episode. Aftercare is something that's really important too, and something we don't talk about nearly enough, but we're trying to reframe that and really bring that into the conversation is when you're done having sex, check in on your partner, right? Yeah. What, well for you? what didn't work well for you for both giver and receiver, mm -hmm. right? Were there things that you'd like to see differently? What can we do better next time? How can I hold space for you next time? What yeah. you need to relax right now and just allow your body to absorb all of the good vibes that have come through this connection. Absolutely. And it's like, again, furthering like how deep the connection is. I find like aftercare, don't get me wrong. Sometimes you just pass out, whatever. But in those moments where you can make that a priority or maybe just prioritize it, especially if you're doing anal sex and it's not something you're used to doing, or even if you are used to doing it, it's still great to have that check-in and it's just deepening your bond even further. So it's amazing. And again, when we talk about this being such a vulnerable act, 
gift. When somebody is feeling that vulnerable and then all of a sudden, you know, the sex is over and the bodies disconnect, then that can leave that, that vulnerability open, right? Yes. So we want it to come in. We want to make sure that person's doing okay, mentally, emotionally, physically, again, from that holistic well-being uh, framework, just to make sure that, that they're doing good, that things are okay. And that, because again, sex can open up all kinds of different stuff that we're not expecting. Oh right? yeah. I love that you brought that up. Like it's, it's, it's exactly that it is so vulnerable. And like you said, could potentially be opening so many things good, possibly not good. And just to bring it all back home together, it's just reinforcing that safety, that love, that trust, everything. Yes. You know that I always like to bring some goodies whenever I stop by. And I was really, really trying to sit with what I wanted to offer this time around, because I recognize that I mean, for those who have listened to the entire episode, thank you. We appreciate you. And whether you try anal sex or you don't, then that's, again, there's no judgment. There's no pressure to try anything you don't feel comfortable with. And I want to make sure that the giveaway was open to everybody, whether this is a practice that you like or whether you're just here holding space and supporting. Yeah. One thing that I know everybody always needs, whether you're going for anal sex or vulva sex or any of the things is a good quality lube. So this episode's giveaway is going to be a bottle of my favorite Okanagan Joy water-based lube from intimatewellbeing.com. We want to make sure that no matter what kind of sex you're having, it is pleasurable, it is juicy, and it is giving you all the gooey, gooey, slidey genital. And it is lubricated. (laughs) It's lubricated. So you're able to slide on it, right? So huge thanks to uh, intimatewellbeing.com for being able to support us in yet another amazing giveaway. They're Um, amazing. Like so much gratitude because these are beautiful products, beautiful people with these, like it's just all good, awesome energy. And it's just such an exchange of love and gratitude, even just doing these giveaways. So appreciate you and the lovely ladies at Intimate Wellbeing so, so much for just, again, it's just all, it's, it's another way to showcase that support and that love. And I'm here for it. Absolutely. And like I said, all of the toys that I mentioned today are available over at intimatewellbeing.com. And they are, if you go to uh, my page on their website, they're all listed on there. And they have so many amazing offerings as well. And I mean, we're constantly looking for things to bring in and to expand that. So if you're in the mood for shopping, uh, whether it's for lube or toys of any kind, don't forget to use my code Fraser Valley Sex Therapist for 20% off because why pay full price when you can get a great discount and be supporting locally? Uh, mm-hmm. Women run Canadian businesses. I am all for it. And when you reach out to them, you're reaching out to them. You're reaching out to Coco and Lola, who are just beautiful, wonderful human beings that are doing all the great things and have Absolutely. more great things in store for you coming next season in September. Woo! I love so much too that you have your own little section on the website. I'm like, all right, our girl's over there. Let's go see our little celebrity. What is she doing? (laughs) Absolutely. And like I said, their seminars are closed down for uh, the summer, but starting back in September, there'll be the seminars will be starting up. Those are all 
free offerings from so many sex experts in the wellness space. We're looking at um, sexual health. We're looking at menopause. We're looking at pleasure. We're looking at sex toys. We're looking at all of the fun things. They have such a great community of sex experts in that space um, that they're calling in. And it's just such a positive place to be. I love that. They usually have uh, giveaways happening over there for that too. So how can our beautiful listeners get in on this giveaway? Absolutely. So again, no pressure to be trying anal sex in any capacity, but if you want to get your hands on some of this amazing lube for free, courtesy of intimatewellbeing.com, send myself or Kaylee a message saying, just use the damn lube. Yeah. The end for the draw. So we will use the damn lube. Just use the damn lube. And we will make that draw September 1st. Love it. All righty. So Just to reiterate that, just use the damn lube, DM Shauna or myself. September 1st will be the draw. Perfect way to launch Sexy September, right? Yes. And I will get it in the mail right away. Love it. Penis owner, vulva owner, whatever your gender identity may be. Again, sex toys are not gendered. So find something that feels good for you. If you don't know what feels good for you, come talk to me, send me a DM. I'm happy to give all of the recommendations out there. Um, I love having these conversations and I'm more than happy to help kind of tailor that to exactly what you need, but there's something there for everybody. Absolutely. And That's honestly one of my favorite ways personally to learn about something new. I love talking to someone who I know or who I am a fan of or whatever the relationship may be. I like hearing a firsthand experience like, well, how did it work for you? Okay, cool. So I love that. And Shauna has done the research, people. (laughs) She knows how these products work. We also need to, this will be my next little soapbox, but we also need to start normalizing gifting pleasure to the people in our circles. Yes. You know, we're in wedding season right now. What better gift to start a couple off than a couple's toy that's going to help them amp up their play. It's going to help them have good quality sex where both partners are being pleasured. Um, maybe you've got a friend who's going through a breakup who needs a fuck that person. They didn't make me come anyway. They need to have a breakup section. I think that's the one who needs it the most. I'm working on it. We are working on creating (laughs) some little gift boxes, some little, uh, product packs over at intimatewellbeing.com that helps you own it. I just had an idea. You need to add this in. I don't even know if this would be possible, but I think it would be fitting for a breakup and also okay i'll just i'm like kaylee just say what it is you need you know those chocolate things that have the hammer and you have to smash it to get into it the goodies should be in the chocolate chocolate sexy too and you could have all the breakup goodies in the chocolate and it could say like f you or something on the top there you oh, go I Sorry. Love it. <laughs> yeah. there too yeah, yeah. <laughs> love that so definitely some fun things uh underway Uh, For myself, I am still kind of hammering out the details. I'm sure by the time that this is uh, shared, those details will be done. But you can actually head on over to my link tree on uh, Instagram and sign up for Sexy September. So we're going to be doing a little bit of scavenger hunt, totally free to join. Just a little, a little little something, something to get you thinking outside the box, trying things that are new and also 
again, normalizing some of those embarrassing moments that we just haven't been wanting to talk about because I've got a whole list of them myself, as I'm sure everybody else does too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love that. And who doesn't love a scavenger hunt? The best. Fun. I love that. I am such a fan of ticky boxes. Um, They make me feel incredibly productive, even when I'm not productive. So for all of you out there that love a good list, I've got you. (laughs) We'll get through it all together. Um, But we, we get stuck in our framework, right? We get stuck in that same pleasure pathway that we know is easy. So sometimes we just need a little bit of creativity to get those just flowing uh, and some motivation to try some something new. I love that. All right. So sexy September. Don't forget you have lots of time. Go over to Shauna's link tree. That's how you can get in. I mean, I love it. Creativity, scavenger hunt, all the fun things. And like, you know, I mean, not that winter's here yet in September. I love September. It's still beautiful. But you know, you want to spice things up. It's going to be pumpkin spice season soon. So get spicy. Uh huh. And don't you worry, we have so many fun surprises coming to you through the fall and winter months. That is something for another episode, but I cannot Absolutely. wait to get some of those goodies out to you and just to see just see how you take that. So it'll be fun. So as a little teaser, this is something uh, Mr. Fraser Valley Sex Therapist is going to come on in and give me a hand with as well. So Oh, I like, and I also love that he's called Mr. Fraser Valley Sex Therapist. I love that. All right. Well, that was absolutely amazing. So much good information. I want to thank you so much for bringing your beautiful light to this space. It's just such a pleasure always having you here. And I want to just thank you so much for coming on, spreading your light and giving us the info. And also I want to celebrate you so hard with all the good things coming your way and all the excitement keep us in the loop. I know we'll be on again and we'll talk about more things because I'm sure by the time you come on again, there'll be even more exciting announcements. But Sexy September, everyone, don't forget, go to Shauna's link tree. I'll also get her to just plug in all her new websites, socials, everything like that. So if you want to connect, she'll tell us how. Absolutely. So again, Facebook, Instagram, I'm still your same old account, Fraser Valley Sex Therapist. Uh, And then my new website will be Fraser Valley Sex therapy.com. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. I appreciate your listeners. This is always so much fun. Of course. It's the most fun. I look so forward to all of our sessions together. While we're talking about all the socials, if you want to check me out over on Facebook or Instagram, it's just the Tea with KG, super simple. Or if you have any questions or anything like that, the Tea with KG at gmail.com. Also, I have a link tree set up over on my personal or my tea Instagram. So you can check me out there. If you're listening on YouTube, be sure to subscribe and hit the like button. If you hit the notification bell, you'll always get notified when we post new content. So you'll never miss out. And if you're listening via podcast, give us a rating. We love to hear what you think. And all of Shauna's information, including discount codes, websites, all of the things will be in our show notes or the description box on YouTube below. So there'll be no trouble finding everything. And I just want to thank all of you listeners and viewers, it means so much to not only me, but Shauna as well, to have you join us and take in this content and just be here energetically. Like we are very like empathic, sensitive, spiritual soul. So we feel it like it's not for nothing that you're here. So 
the appreciation, we truly feel it. I mean, look, Shauna always has a beautiful something to give away with our sessions too. So we're wanting to express our gratitude to you in every way and wish you so much love and light as you take on this month, this week, this day, whatever it is. And like we said earlier, if you want to connect with either of us, hit us up on our socials. We're more than happy to connect. And Shauna, she's our expert. She can answer all of your questions. And we've said this so many times, but there ain't no shame in her game, so don't have any shame in yours because there's never judgment. The safest space you could possibly look for is our girl, Shauna. All right, everyone. Well, that is our Anal August Sex with Shauna series episode. Wishing everyone love and light, and we will see you next week. Oh, oh.